Okay, it's week. I don't remember which time. Yeah, I don't remember either, but it's week. We're coming to you live. <laughs> we are um, in Pittsburgh. Yeah, we're in, in the P- PGH. So that's why this P-I-T-T. is a, that's why this is a little late. Yeah, it's a little late. You know, drove here. Drove here, had stuff to do. Had stuff to do, people to see, people to meet. We have uh, some time now that we're going to do this. Yeah, we're going to sit down, do the dirty deed. And we're going to talk about fairy tales. Fairy tales. Dark fairy tales. Dark ones. So we're here in Pittsburgh today. Here in Pittsburgh. And um, we have a an extra dog in the house that does not get along well with the cat. So Shadow, what's up? You want to say hi? If you hear that barking. That's a big black lie. <laughs> that's a big a big baby. Um, flapping its ears. Flapping flapping her ears. Um, Sophie's here, Sam's here, whole gang's here. The whole gang's here. <laughs> okay, so um fairy tales. The reason I wanted to do these I love them, but I like the darker side. It's Christmas. Nope. It's Christmas? <laughs> it's Halloween. Wow. <laughs> You're already putting out the decorations just like Walmart. It is. Um, the week of Halloween. Uh-huh. The week of Halloween. And and people dress like this shit all the time. But like I like I like hearing like the original versions. But I also want to say these are not necessarily the original versions. These yeah. are the versions. Um, the Grimm Brothers, the Grim Brothers, Brothers Grimm, Brothers Grimm, and okay. Hans Christian Andersen versions. Okay. Now, both of these, well, all three of these authors, they take a lot of like local folklore. Yeah. And they create like stories. So, like, these aren't all their original stories. They take some liberties with them. Yeah. Then... They change them around. They take, you know, oral stories and make them real and, you know, written and make an them cool. Like, yeah. Like, if, if I were to say, like, Okay, so the guy went to the castle and actually saved the maiden, came back, and whatever. But that's not a real cool story. So now I'm going to add a dragon. And right. he had to conquer 1,000 men where actually he beat up 10, you know. Yeah. And, um, okay, so the brothers Grimm, they're Jacob Ludwig Carl Grimm. Yeah. He was born 1785 and died in 1863. Was that Matt Damon or was that Heath Ledger? Oh, uh, I think that was Matt no, I think that was Heath Ledger's okay. character. And in the Brothers Grimm movie. Yeah, in the movie. We had talked about this beforehand. Yeah, sorry. And I got excited, so I asked. <laughs> and Wilhelm Carl Grimm, which was, he was born in 1786. Wilhelm was definitely, was definitely Heath Ledger. Okay. Um, in 1786, and he died in 1859. Um, but so they were only a year apart. They were clearly very close. Um, they were German, and they wrote... Um, 201 stories in their two-part anthology. 201. Some of these stories are um, Cinderella, the Frog Prince, the Goose Girl, oh. Hansel and Gretel. Ah, yes. <laughs> Hans. <laughs> Rapunzel, Beauty and the Beast, Little Red Riding Hood, The Wolf and the Seven Young Goats. Goats. Rumpelstiltskin, Sleeping Beauty, and Snow White. Um, so these came out in 1812 and 1816. Um Sleeping Beauty have the same ending that I think it does. Um, we'll get I there. That the end. Okay. We'll get there. Yeah. Um, in 1812 and 1816, in the book Children's and Household Tales. 
Toad was in the household tales. Now, Hans Christian Andersen, he was born in 1805, um, okay. and he died in 1875. Not, he was Danish. Yeah. Um, and he wrote 156 stories, um, but his most popular ones are The Emperor's New Clothes, Little Mermaid, Nightingale, The Steadfast Tin Soldier, The Red Shoes, The Princess and the Pea, The Snow Queen, The Ugly Duckling, The Little Match Girl, and Thumbelina. I actually know three of his stories, and that, that's about it. So I actually, fun fact, in um, he, he, so there's a little book called The Stinky Cheese Man. Was that him? I don't think it was oh. him, but he had the princess and the pea, where she could feel pee through a bunch of mattresses, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And then that was in that book. Oh. And then I think the like they embellished it. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. The stinky cheese man was this kid's book that you can't catch me. I'm the stinky cheese man. Oh. <laughs> and and like he would run through the book and stuff like that, and it, it was a weird kids book for i mean me. some of these are obvious so like it's the brothers Grimm is more like the fairy tales that we think of but then hans christian anderson like obviously like everybody knows about red um yeah i know more of those. like the snow queen the little mermaid um but i kind of in my opinion i think they're a little darker um but hans christian anderson i wrote a paper about him in high school I wrote it the night before it was due, and it was 12 pages long. And I I cannot tell you anything about Hans Christian Andersen except for what I read literally today. It's gone. Yeah. It, it like in out. I got an gone. A on that paper. In not out, a clue a. what I wrote in it. In and out A. <laughs> so we're gonna start. Um, I obviously can't do all the stories because the together that's. Um, Let's do one at a time every week. <laughs> so I'm going to cover like the most popular ones that, well, at least the ones that I found the most interesting. And like, obviously those are Disney princesses for the most part. So we're going to start with Snow White. Now Snow White, everybody knows, you know, it's like the first Disney princess and it's really, it's really fucked up though, because like, she's like a young girl. She gets kissed by a prince, woken up. She lives with seven dudes. Yep. You know, it's a pretty fucked up dark story, but this actually is a little bit different. So at the beginning of the story, um, the queen, she is like, she's sewing and she like pricks her finger. Okay. And so blood falls into a windowsill and it's like a really red drop of blood onto a black windowsill with snow. And she's like, I wish... Um, I had a daughter that had skin as white as snow, lips as red as blood, and hair as black as ebony. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, it's very particular. But <laughs> well, yes, but it makes sense of like the cartoon. Yeah. Now, because she's very when she's drawn and colorized, it's like what? Why is she so? Yeah, it's like very that particular. way. Um, so the queen gives birth to um to the daughter, but she dies during childbirth. Okay. And um. Snow White's father later marries a very, very, very beautiful woman. Um, however, as is, she, tradition. Ha, as is tradition. However, she is extremely vain and she is a witch. As is tradition. <laughs> and um, she has this magic mirror in which she asks, magic mirror on the wall, who's the fairest of them all? Now, everybody says mirror, mirror on the wall, but that's nowhere. Like, it's kind of like a Mandela effect. It is always magic mirror on the wall. But everybody has just misquoted it for so long. Magic mirror on the wall. Who's the fairest of them all? To the windows. To the walls. (laughs) 
Um, so the mirror always says that the queen is the fairest, which nowadays, I mean, being tan is, you know, kind of like the thing, but at least it wasn't in the two thousands, maybe fairs back in, <laughs> but the mirror always said, yeah, queen, you are, um, yeah, bitch, you are, but the queen, um, you know, it. the queen is always pleased because the magic mirror never lies. Yes. Good. But when seven white is set seven white, when snow white is seven years old. Um, the, she asked the mirror and the mirror says, Snow White is. Oh, she fine. She's seven. She fine. She's six. She gross. So everybody, um, everybody knows that this does not bode well with the queen. Yeah. So because this is a really brutal story, she's like, listen here, Huntsman. And this was even in the Disney version. Yeah. I want you to take Snow White out into the forest, a seven-year-old. And I want you to cut her heart out and bring it back to me in a box so I can eat it and become immortal. Well, um, they go out into the forest and the... Um, Why does she think that'll make her immortal? I don't know. Maybe the mirror told her. No, it probably tells no, her... the mirror just tells her that she's fair. I, I don't know. It tells her she's fine. Well, maybe because she's a witch, she can what, like... What, what kind of powers does the mirror have? I don't know, but maybe because she's a witch, she knows that it'll make her immortal. Oh. I don't know. Well, fuck, man. But the huntsman goes out, and he, like, takes pity on Snow White, and he ends up killing, like, a deer or something else instead, and brings um, the heart back. Her. And the, that turns her ugly? No. Consuming the... No. What? Okay. No. <laughs> she's still gorge, but... She's still gorgeous. Um, but Snow White is, you know, running through the forest. She's trying to find, you know, somewhere to go, and she finds a house belonging to seven dwarves. And um, since nobody else is at home, she eats some of their food, drink, like lays in the bed, um, and they come home and they're like, what the fuck is going on? So is that kind of like the mom and bear, papa bear? Yeah, it kind of was. Shadow, please don't yell at, at Sam. Um, Goldilocks? So is that like a Goldilocks crossover? Well, I think Goldilocks is its own story, but it is very much like well, that. Like she tests. I, I understand, but like, yeah, it, it's like uh, maybe this happened back in the day when people would just break into people's houses and find the most comfortable bed. Yo, man, you got a Tempur Pedic. I'm gonna sleep on it. In our house, the most comfortable bed is definitely in the guest room. Maybe. <laughs> um. But anyway, so like they're like, okay, well, you know, we'll take you in as long as you are basically our maid. For the next, you know, foreseeable future. Cinderella, Cinderella. We're gonna get to Cinderella. Don't worry. Well, it, so it sounds like it's gonna be like a Cinderella crossover. Well, but this one is like I know, I know, but I'm just I'm it's seeing, not. <laughs> I'm seeing a lot of parallels. Well, yeah, because what else did they do back in the 1800s? <laughs> Shadow, can you stop? It's gonna be a lot of editing. <laughs> no, we don't edit on this podcast. What? <laughs> Shadow. So, um, anyways, so she's a housemaid for them. Yeah. And she, they said, do not, do not let anybody into this house at all whenever we are working in the mountains. Yeah. She doesn't listen. But 10 years later, so the whole thing of her being like 14 isn't true. She's 17. Yeah. So keep that in mind. So 10 years later. 10 yeah. years later, yeah. she is a beautiful young maiden. Um, okay. But the the queen really thought that she had gotten rid of Snow White until she talks to the magic mirror and it says, 
Snow White's still the best. And she's like, what the fuck? <laughs> Why wouldn't she ask it like every day? Like she, she's been asking it. I don't like to see if it still works. Like, yeah, I don't to know see if another one so like made her fairer. Um, maybe she just kind of forgot about it. I don't know. But anyways, the 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 mirror says that she's the fairest one, so she's like, "Oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna kill this bitch. I'm gonna kill this bitch. myself. Myself." So she goes to the cottage, disguised as an old peddler, and offers her this silky laced bodice. Silky laced bodice? Yeah, like like for a dress. Oh. And of course, she doesn't listen to the dwarves, so she's like, okay, "Can you please stop?" Um, so she puts it on her and it starts to constrict her and like kill her. But the dwarves come back in time and rescue her. Oh, do they like chop it off? Yeah. Okay. So then she comes back, um, and takes a beautiful, and gives her a beautiful comb and she puts in her hair and immediately she like is poisoned. But again, the dwarves come back and save this dumb bitch's life. Oh. To be fair, she was seven when she went missing. But I guess, you know, stranger danger isn't really a thing to her. Yeah, I mean, that's why we have cops to tell. So finally, she comes back, disguises a farmer's wife, and gives her, um, offers her the poisoned apple that we all know about. Yeah. Well, so Snow White is like, eh, I don't want to take this. So the queen cuts the apple in half and eats the unpoisoned half. There was like a half that was poisoned. Uh, and then Snow White's like, oh, cool. You know, no big deal. So she takes a bite and she immediately falls into a coma and they think she's dead. So the dwarves, they're unable to revive Snow White, so they put her in the glass casket, which everybody, you know, to keep sees. her the yeah. same age. Well, I think just or, maybe that was just the funeral that they did was a glass casket. Glass caskets aren't that common. Well, maybe in Germany in 1800s they were. <laughs> no, I mean that's fucking hard. I don't know. That's fucking morbid too. I don't. I didn't write the story, Jason. I know you didn't, but I'm just saying. <laughs> So anyways, there's a prince and he comes across her uh, apparently dead body. Yeah. So this is where this, I don't know why Disney went this way. Like yeah. he kisses her and she wakes up. That's yeah. not what happens. So he's like, no, I'm going to take her to a proper burial back to her father's castle. Yeah. But um, one of the prince's servants trips and loses his balance. And when this happens, it dislodges the poison apple from her throat and she oh. wakes up. See, yeah. I heard that he raped her. That he raped her. Well, that could be Sleeping Beauty. That could be Sleeping Beauty. But no, for Snow White, she literally just like the, the apple was dislodged. There was no, you know, non consensual kiss. So <laughs> if he did what I thought he was going to do, mm -hmm. he might have dislodged the apple another way. Oh my God. <laughs> it just says that they tripped and it came out. Yeah. Anyways. So the queen, like, again, thought she was taken care of. Um, and they invite, so they have a wedding and they invite everybody except for her, her stepmother. But she was, again, after 10 years, asked the mirror again. Which maybe she can only ask the mirror every 10 years. Maybe that has something to do with it. Or maybe once a year. It has to be once a year, right? Well, no, because this says 10 years later again. So when she arrives, That's the queen. a shitty mirror. I don't. I, don't I know, I know. I'm not arguing with you. Yeah, you're making it I'm arguing a with little the, difficult I, to well, move forward. <laughs> I am supposed to be the co-host. <laughs> or host. <sighs> okay. So what am I here for? Well, I know, but you won't let me get past this mirror issue. Okay. 
So once she arrives, the queen, um, so she actually does get to the wedding. Yeah. And I guess it is the same year. Whatever. I don't know. It's hard to understand. But um, the queen finds out that, you know, Snow White herself is the the new queen. Queen. And as punished, okay, so she attempts to murder Snow White, but the prince orders the queen to wear a pair of red hot iron slippers and dance in them until she dies. Shit. And that's how it ends. Happily ever after. The prince orders her. Orders the, the queen. Yeah. The evil queen to wear red hot iron slippers. Yeah. And dance in them until she dies. How? I guess she gets iron slippers and he makes them hot, puts them on her feet, and orders her to dance. Yeah, but why she obey? She's a witch. I don't know. She got witch powers. She made a magic mirror. She made a poison apple. I don't know. That that's like super powerful. She made a she made a constricting thing that's, that'll kill kill you. That's what got her though. Okay. Okay. I mean I understand if you if you if you iron will kill her if, if put on her feet if it'll restrain powers, but this witch can probably fucking fly. Probably and, but you know, get out of there, but I I I'd go out fighting if I was her. Probably. I mean, I, I don't fucking know. I don't know. Maybe, okay, maybe she sure. was a stronger prince than her. That's a lame ending. Well, I mean, she died by dancing. And they lived happily ever after. Flash dance. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we're moving on to Cinderella. All right. Cinderella. Cinderella, Cinderella. This is another grim uh, story. So um, I'm going to cut this one a little short because it's, it's, it's kind of, you know, wordy. But anyways, so... A plague goes into a village and a wife, so like her, the Cinderella's mother, which her name is Ashen Putel, which means Ash Fool. Ash Fool. Okay. But in, you know, English, Cinderella. Cinderella. Um, so her mom dies on the deathbed and she said, like, as long as you remain pure to like in your like full of goodness and, you know, you're, you're good to God, um, Everything will work out. Yeah. Well, the child visits the grave every day and she grieves and grieves and grieves. Um, but the, but her dad does remarry to a, um, an, another woman and she has, and he has, she has two daughters yeah. from a previous marriage, which are the evil stepsisters. Evil stepsisters. Yeah. Do so, they have names? Um, they do in the movie, but they don't have it in this story that I okay. can see. Um, so the evil stepsisters are apparently very beautiful, which is not the case in the Disney one. Yep. Um, well, normally evil people in movies are ugly. Yeah, just to make it fair. Except yeah. for the evil queen in Snow White. She was gorgeous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so they start to steal all of um, Cinderella's clothes and jewels, and they force her to wear like basically like rags and be their slave. They were rags, but they weren't that bad. They weren't. But, but in this, in this, they are per- probably yeah. pretty bad. But I'm just saying, in like the the, the Disney movie, mm-hmm. they, they weren't like as they weren't bad terrible. As, yeah, they should have. So been. she's forced to do a whole bunch of you know tasks all day, um, and they do nothing but like mock her and make her chores harder by making more messes. Yeah. So like really, just that stays true. That's total true. twats. Yep. Um, but the girl still remains to be a good person because her mom said, you know, yep. please keep be a good on, person. Good. So one day, um. He, 
that part's not important. Okay. We're not going to talk about that. So then, um, her dad goes to a fair and gets stuff for like their, her, his daughters. Okay. And all that Cinderella wants is a, is a twig. I don't know. <laughs> a, twig. a twig, but she ends up planting this twig on her mother's grave and her tears make it glow, make it grow into a glowing hazel tree. Make it grow. Kind of like grandmother Willow. Make it grow. Make it grow. Mm. Um, and she prays under it and a white bird always comes to her as she prays. Oh. And any wishes she tells the bird, the bird will give to her. So the bird is her fairy godmother. Oh. Pretty much in the story. There's no fairy godmother. So the king decides that he wants to um, have a festival and he invites every beautiful maiden um, so the prince can finally select one for his bride. So the sisters are invited, um, but when Cinderella wants to go with them, the stepmother refuses because she has no decent dress to wear because those bitches stole them. Bitches stole my dresses. So when the girl insists, the um, evil stepmother throws a dish of lentils into the ashes and told her, pick them up. And once you do, you can go to the festival as long as you can do it within two hours. Well, because she has friends of birds, um, she sings and the birds help her pick up the lentils. <laughs> well, the stepmother's pissed that she did it. So she double, she throws even more lentils in. And again, Cinderella's like, bitch, I got this. But the stepmother and the stepsisters like go to the, to the fair. Yeah. Um, to the palace or whatever the ball so the girl goes to her mother's grave and asks to be clothed in silver and gold so the white bird drops a silver and gold gown with silk shoes silk shoes okay so she goes to the feast um and the prince is like obsessed with her well yeah of course she's fine um but she gets she gets she leaves him and she jumps into a pigeon coop and he like to escape him because because yeah. he before he knows who she is um, so he's like, let's tear down the coop. But so is, is that is that the saying where flew the coop? Maybe comes from. I don't know, but that's a good point. Um, but she already escaped from the back, and she goes back to the graveyard and gives her clothes back. Okay. So the next day, um, her father finds her sleeping in the kitchen hearth, hearth, and um, doesn't think anything of it. Like it wasn't her at the party. So the next day, she just shows up in even grander apparel. And he dances with her the whole night again. Oh. But this time she climbs a pear tree. Um, <laughs> to get away from him. <clears throat> but the third night, um, the prince call the prince is like, okay, we're gonna get her this time. And she's wearing slippers of gold. I don't know where the glass slippers came from, but they were slippers of gold. Yeah. And he throws pitch on the stairs, which is Yeah, tar. Tar. Which if you watch um It's a little stickier than tar. If you watch Into the Woods, like this whole scene does play out in there. And um, Cinderella, in her, you know, haste to get rid of the prince, she loses her golden slipper on the stairs. Yeah. Um, Into the woods did this part pretty good. Yeah. And um, so her whoever's foot fits the golden slipper, that's who his, you know, princess is. Yeah. And, like, he, I guess he knew that it was their house. He knew they were part of the Cinderella, like, household. I think he, he knew the, like... So they're part of the village, mm-hmm. and he and he knew the subset of the village, like how far they traveled. Yeah, so and he like, probably he might have known like he she was part of that like family, but then like whenever he gets there, he thinks it's one of the sisters. Yeah, 
So the one sister um, cuts off her toes in order yeah. to fit the slipper. Yeah. Well, the blood starts dripping out, and he is like, "Get the fuck away from me!" So she tries. He tries the other sister. Oh, y'all crazy bitch! And she cuts off part of her heel to get the foot in. Oh. Well, that also doesn't work because these bitches have big feet. Um, unlike me in my you story. big foot <laughs> yeti bitch. So, um, while riding to her to the king's castle, the doves alert him um, that there's another girl. The gentleman uh, tells him that there's a kitchen maid in the house and um, that, and he said like, oh, like he doesn't even mention that it's his own daughter, which mm. is shitty. But the prince says, please let her try on the slipper. And after she um, takes a bath, um, she puts on the slipper and he recognizes it's her. Because at that point, like she's dirty, she's covered in rags. But and then she ashes. Takes, yeah. Probably, yeah stuff. Um, so at the end of this, um, at the royal wedding, while her sisters are walking down the aisles as bridesmaids, um, limping down the aisle, limping down the aisle, um, she gets the birds to um, while she's walking down the aisle, she takes out one of each of their eyes with the birds, and after the marriage, they take out the rest of the, the other eyes, so they're blind forever. Why would they be bridesmaids then? Well, they she wanted to be they wanted to be uh, courted. But I guess, like, maybe Cinderella didn't have a choice, and they were like, You're, these are going to be your bridesmaids. Okay. But then she, like, ordered her birds to eat one of their eyeballs, and then on the way back down the aisle, eat their other eyeballs. So, Cinderella, that's fucked up. She was their maid for, like, two decades, and still, they, like... Still, you were ordered to be a good person. You just lost your fairy godmother. <laughs> you just lost your fairy godmother for eating eyes. <laughs> Maybe she didn't order them. Maybe the, the doves did it on their own. I hope they did it on their own. The bride, no, the bride takes her awful revenge, summoning the doves to fly down and strike her two stepsister's eyes. So, <laughs> eh. Did she lose her fairy godmother? Does it say that? No. I mean, probably did, because... Hmm. Well, she well, probably doesn't need it anymore. Well, into, into the woods, in, in, they do have marital problems, so... Oh, so she probably lost it, yeah. You know, but that's also not, like, a real story. That's, like, yeah. into the woods. Okay, so we are going to move on to The Little Mermaid. Under the sea. Let me mark that I've done these ones. It's fine. Okay. So The Little Mermaid is one of my favorites because I'm secretly a mermaid. <laughs> oh, yeah. So um, The Little Mermaid. Oh, quick, right. quick. Yes. Mermaid. Top half or bottom half? What do you mean? You have to be a mermaid. Well, obviously, my bottom half would be a fish. Okay. <laughs> Just wondering. Um, so she's a mermaid, and um, she is part of a, a big group of sisters, um, and they're all a year apart. But when she turns 15, she is permitted to swim to the surface to glimpse the world above. So unlike in The Little Mermaid. That's an innuendo. <laughs> Unlike in The Little Mermaid where she has to sneak it, like they're permitted to do it. Daddy said you can go get some. Um, so each year The Little Mermaid listens longingly to like all of her sisters talking about like up where they walk. <laughs> yeah. So in in her sisters, what 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 are their names or it doesn't mention them? Well, I mean, I know what they are in um 
the is is it like famous people like uh helen of troy and stuff like that like beautiful women you know like women that are found to be beyond beauty you know what i mean like that you know wars are started over these women yeah that that are no like they're just um very beautiful yeah, they're just, I, I assume they're very beautiful. There's, I mean, according to the Disney one, there's Atina, Alana, Adela, Aquata, Arista, and Adrena, and Ariel. I think I've only heard Adrena. Arista, Adrena. Okay. I think there's a whole song about it. Oh, okay. Sure. <laughs> Clearly, you have not seen that. I have not seen that part. It's like the beginning scene. Sure. Okay, anyways. So, when it's her turn to come up to the surface, she watches a big celebration um of prince eric i don't know if it is actually eric i would assume it would be the same name but if not sorry a prince prince johan and a violent storm hits and it sinks the ship and she saves him from drowning yeah that makes sense now um so she delivers him unconscious and she waits until a young woman from the temple and her ladies in waiting come to get him um, but to her dismay, he never sees her because, um, I guess he's well, unconscious. I think he was semi-unconscious cause he got like one glimpse of her well, from, from my, not according to this story, not according to this story. Okay. Cause he, he remembers like one glimpse of like, well, he remembers like her singing. side. Yeah. He remembers something. Yeah. He remembers her song. Like he might not have opened her, his eyes. Maybe it was just her song. Or maybe he just remembers a glimpse of her face or like like a quick flash. Yeah. You know, like and then he's pass out passes out again. In this story, nope. Nope, nothing. Okay. So um yeah, he has no idea who she is. So the little mermaid, she becomes very um emo and asks her grandmother if humans can live forever. And they said that they have a much shorter lifespan. What's what, what's her grandma's name if if her dad's beside? I don't know. And her dad was not. It was her dad was Neptune. King Triton. Triton. Um, Whoa. <laughs> I only have what I have in front of I me know. here. Um, she didn't have a grandma in the movie. Yeah, I know. That's why I asked. The grandmother explains that humans have a much shorter lifespan. Um, and that when but when we're when we're, when mermaids die, they become sea foam. <laughs> but humans have an ex- like a soul that lives on in heaven. So that explains New Jersey. Why they <laughs> die really quickly. Oh my god. <laughs> <clears throat> okay, well she wants an eternal soul and the prince. So she wants to be part of the human race. Yeah. So she visits the sea witch, Ursula, in the movie. But it does not say her name in here. The sea witch. And sells her a potion that will give her legs in, a t- in exchange for her tongue and her beautiful voice. Like tongue in mouth? Yeah, like her tongue. No, 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 like, like. Oh my god! Physical gifts, or like phys- like actual gifts, or like. She takes her tongue. Sexual favors. No, she takes her tongue. So yeah. she can't talk. She can't sing. Oh, okay. Always making it dirty, Jay. No, I'm just clarifying. <laughs> um, take my tongue. because she has the most enchanting voice in the whole world. Yeah, so that that's that's the that's the thing, like. So you can capture someone's so Disney does it differently. Because mm-hmm. obviously, you know, chopping off someone's tongue is different. Yeah. Like capturing someone's vocal cords, like it's Disney does it so that it's capturing someone's essence of their vocal cords. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? Like the, the soul of their vocal cords, basically. And that, that magical ball, you know, comes out of her throat. Yeah. And comes in out of her mouth and goes into a jar or whatever. Yeah. And that's, that's how this she is just, takes her tongue. Well, this is just a potion. Yeah. So I don't think she's cutting out vocal cords. No, no, I'm, I'm not saying she, I'm just saying like she possesses it in a jar in the Disney version. Right. In in the necklace. Oh, in the necklace. Yeah. Some, some kind of container. Yeah. Okay. So, um, she warns her that once she becomes human, it will feel as though she, um, will be able to dance like no human has before, but it will constantly feel like she's walking on sharp knives and will bleed constantly. What? She will obtain a soul only if she wins the love of her prince and marries him. Um, because then part of his soul will flow into her. That's pretty fucked up. Yeah, it's, it's not a good story. Hans was clearly a lot darker than the Grimm's. Yeah. <laughs> Which is funny. So they'll have like half a soul. Yeah. To share. Yeah, or maybe like... A, or maybe a soul just or overflows. Or duplicated, yeah. Like, if you're a good person, your soul is just so overflowing that you can share with someone. Right. Okay. So, here's I, the thing. Yeah, I don't know. In addition, she will obtain a soul only if she wins the love of the prince. And um, otherwise, at dawn, on the first day after he marries someone else, she will die of a broken heart and dissolve into seafoam. New Jersey. <laughs> so, after she agrees, because, you know, yeah, this sure. makes sense. A guy you've literally never met. I'm 17 now. I need to move out and marry the love of my life. <laughs> so she swims up to the surface near the castle and drinks the potion. And it felt like a sword is um, piercing her entire body. Okay. Um, she's found by the prince who is mesmerized by her beauty, even though yeah. she is a mute. Um, and he likes to see her dance. And she dances for him, even though it's very excruciating. Poor girl. These weak arms are heavy. <laughs> so the little mermaid becomes the prince's favorite companion, um, but he does not fall in love with her. The mm. prince's parents um, want him to marry like the person they had an arranged marriage for. Mm. And the prince tells the little mermaid he will not because he does not love the princess. Um, so he goes on to say he can only love the woman from the temple who believes who he believes rescued him. It wasn't the temple girl. It was little mermaid. Um. So the prince declares his love for her and the royal wedding is announced to the girl, you know, who he thinks saved her. Yeah. And the prince and princess celebrate their new marriage on a wedding ship and little mermaid's heart breaks. She thinks she has sacrificed. She thinks of all that she had sacrificed for the pain that she had to endure and she despairs. But at dawn, her sisters rise out of the water and bring her a dagger that sea which had given them to exchange for their long, beautiful hair. The little mermaid, if the little mermaid kills the prince and lets his blood drip on their feet, she'll become a mermaid again. Um, and she'll be able to live out her life as a mermaid again. I don't like where this is going. However, the little mermaid cannot do it. Yeah. And she throws the dagger and herself off the ship into the water. Just as dawn breaks, her body dissolves into foam. But instead of ceasing to exist, um, she gets a spirit, a daughter of the air. And she ascends into the atmosphere and is greeted by other daughters um, who she become like them because she strove with all of her heart to obtain an immortal soul. And because of her selfish selfishness, she's given a chance to earn her soul by doing good deeds for 300 years and will rise up to heaven. Oh, okay. So she still dies. Yeah. There's not but really. I thought she was going to kill herself. 
Yeah. I mean, it's when, when you said she's given a knife option to kill the love of her life or become foam, become foam. Yeah. I, or probably endure an excruciating death. Yeah. I thought she was going to kill herself. But I mean, at least in this part, like she does get like the chance to become like a, a soul, like an eternal soul. Um, yeah, and go to heaven. Yeah. So, I mean, it's it's pretty, it's, it's still pretty bleak, bleak. Yeah. Poor little mermaid. Poor little mermaid. Hi, Shadow. You want to be part of this podcast? Oh. Smacky tail off chairs. You're such a good baby. Okay. These stories are taking a lot longer to tell than I thought yeah, they would. So yeah. I might want to cut some down. Okay, so we're going to do... Um, let's do Rapunzel. Rapunzel, Rapunzel. I'll do Rapunzel, um, the Snow Queen, and Hansel and Gretel. All right, sounds good. Okay, wait. Rapunzel. Oh, did I say the Snow Queen? Yeah. Okay, Rapunzel, the Snow Queen, and Hansel and Gretel. Okay, so Rapunzel... So a couple, this is so much different than Tangled, which, which is the, my only, you know, oh, experience with, experience with Rapunzel, oh. really. Um, so this couple gets pregnant and um, mother is having like intense cravings for Rapunzel, which is like a green salad root. Oh, okay. German salad root. I, I guess. Yeah, I've never. Okay. Well, I would assume so because, you know. Because they're in Germany. Mm -hmm. um, the only place that they can get it is the nearby walled, um, walled garden of a sorceress, which in Tangled is Mother Gothel. I think that's probably the same name, though. So the father sneaks in the garden, retrieves some, and gives it to his wife, but it's not enough. Okay. So she's like, I need more. Yeah. So he goes back again, but he's caught. So she would only let him go as long as she got to keep the baby. This is like a big theme is like people keeping babies. Like, did you just like hand them away? Like they were like, well, I mean, if, sacks if, of you're, flour? if you're an ugly witch and you're all alone. Yeah, I guess you'd want a baby. You'd want and you can't get a married husband or, yeah. you know, like no one would ever love so, you or you think no one would ever love you. It's true. Or you. So you had someone that loved you, and you just you're all alone. You'd so you want, want a kid, yeah, yeah. You'd want, a, and you wanted a kid, but I I don't know. And a baby would make sense. So um, That's so she gives birth to the baby, and the sorcerer takes her, and names her Rapunzel, and she becomes like insanely gorgeous with this long golden hair that everybody knows about, and her name is Rapunzel after you know what they stole. Yeah. Um, and she's locked in a, in a tower with no way in or out except for her long hair, mm -hmm. which I mean, I knew this part, obviously, Yeah. but, um, she would call up to her daughter, Rapunzel, Rapunzel, let down your hair that I may climb by golden stair. So one time a prince sees her or hears her singing and instantly falls in love. Can you imagine your voice being so good that somebody falls in love with you? Taylor's uh, not to me. Taylor. Beyonce. Oh. You fell in love with uh, T Swift? No. Brennan Yuri. But he discovers there's no way to get her yeah. in the tower. Ladders? So, ladders apparently were not a thing at this time. I don't know. Hey, my name ladder. Um, but, hey, guys, come on. But he hears her. He hears. Um, 
the sorceress saying, hey, you know, Rapunzel, give me your hair. I'll climb up it. So he does the same thing. And they end up like he like keeps creeping in every, I guess, night and they fall in love. Oh, oh yeah. That comes into play with yeah. that, that face. So at one point, like he, he climbs up there, he proposes marriage and she agrees. Okay. Um, and they plan to escape at night and like, but somehow Rapunzel ruins everything by either being pregnant and like, they can tell like she's starting to grow Yeah. or she lets it slip that he climbed up her hair, but I'm going to go with the pregnant thing. Well, it might, I'd go with the pregnant thing too, because like I, I, I was thinking that some of her hair gets ripped out, but the, her hair is probably super strong. Yeah. The witch has been climbing up it. Yeah. Um, I think it's the pregnant thing because she does have kids in, in the next Yeah. Year. So the sorceress cuts off her hair and sends her into the wilderness. Um, but the sorceress is, um, but the so- sorceress is such a twat that she uses the hair and pretends that Rapunzel's still up there. So the prince climbs up it. Oh yeah. But then either she pushes him or he falls or he jumps and he lands directly into a thorn bush, which saves his life. But, Makes him blind. Yeah. Um, so he's completely blind and he they wander around the countryside. Yeah. Eventually he hears Rapunzel's voice again and finds that, you know, she's there with a with twins, a boy and a girl. Yeah. Maybe Hansel and Gretel. Hansel and Gretel. No, I mean that would ruin the story of uh-huh. Hansel and Gretel. But um <laughs> so I just I don't understand how you fall on a thorn bush and you're blind. Well, I mean, if a thorn goes in your eye. Yeah, but you cover your face when you're falling. I guess. And you break your arms. So, anyways. anyways. <laughs> I'm just saying. We're not so. He, she has hair that's long enough to climb into a tower. I know, I know. We're not. We're throwing logic out the window. <laughs> but I'm just saying, I fall arms first. So her tears fall onto him whenever they are reunited, and his eyesight is restored. Oh. So they live happily ever after, and in a version which I choose to believe is canon, um, the sorceress tried to get out of the tower, but when she tried to like climb down the hair, uh, it dropped and she's stuck in the tower forever, and she dies up there of starvation, or yeah, loneliness, or age, or something. Yeah, something. Or she, you know, it'd be a better ending if she's stuck up there of loneliness. Yeah, like just all of her days. Just that's what you get, bitch. Yeah. Okay, so I like that story. Yeah, that one was short, sweet, and, uh, you know, pretty close to what I imagined. Because I had heard the Thornbush uh, before. Yeah. And uh, I actually did remember that a yeah. little bit, but, like, I didn't know that, I, like, I just don't understand. they got back together and everything. Yeah, yeah I, I didn't know he found her again. I thought he was left to wander aimlessly for the rest of his days. Yeah, I'm glad they got together. Mm-hmm. So the Snow Queen. So after looking at the Snow Queen, we decided not to do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Snow Queen. It was kind of confusing. Snow Queen's a no queen. Yeah, it was a weird one. It was weird. So we're gonna do Rumpelstiltskin now instead. Rumpelstiltskin. So Rumpelstiltskin. Ooh. I always think of, uh, yeah, foreskin. Oh, could you rumple? You're gonna rumple your skin. Yeah, my rumpled <laughs> foreskin. You. Gross. <laughs> I know. No, it's I don't know. Um, your rumpled foreskin. It's um so Rumpelstiltskin is like a, a really weird story because like 
it goes a lot of different ways. I've heard it a lot of different ways. Yeah, and like so, the, the what I think of Rumpelstiltskin is from the TV show Once Upon a Time, and okay. he was like a really important character. Yeah, in yeah, yeah. But his story is actually pretty short. So he's he's a deal maker in Once Upon a Time. Like, well, he's a like, deal maker. Period. Well, well, yeah, but he's a deal maker that owns the town. Basically, yeah, basically mm-hmm. in Once Upon a Time. Did you watch Once Upon a Time? I got to that part. Yeah. Well, that was like the first episode. Well, I got to where he's not really bad, but he's not really good. Yeah. He's like neutral. He's like chaotic neutral. Okay, that's fair. Like, like he he likes chaos. He likes chaos. But just for chaos' sake. So this is a grim one. Yeah. Okay. So um, a miller decides that he wants to tell the king that his daughter can spin straw into gold. Okay. It's not true. Yeah, it's not true. <laughs> that's why you need a deal maker. Um, so the king calls for the girl and shuts her in a, in a room with straw and a spinning wheel and says that he will cut off her head if she does not make it into gold. Oh, shit. So good job, dad. So when she's given up all hope, an imp-like creature. She actually tried. I, I guess. I mean, what else <laughs> are you going to do? It's like when she's given up hope. It's like as soon as you shut that door, I give up hope. <laughs> Maybe she thought like her dad knew something she didn't know. Yeah, no, I don't know. no, I gave up hope as soon as you shut that door. So the imp creature, dead. he appears, and um, he spins the straw into um, gold in return for her necklace, since he only comes to people seeking for a deal or a trade. Yeah. Um, the next morning, the king takes her into a larger room full with even more straw, and the imp once again spins it and takes her ring. But on the third day, she doesn't have anything else. And he said that he will, like, the king will marry her if she can fill the whole room with gold or execute her if not. This king's a bitch. Yeah, it's like, I mean, I already did what I said I could do. Ooh, what if this king became King Midas? Oh. That'd be a good little... See, yeah, that's, but, like, and it's like, everything I touched turns to gold. It's like, no, bitch, you just did Yeah, but then he turned his daughter into gold. Yeah, I know. In gold fruit and stuff, and yeah. you couldn't eat anything. It doesn't turn turn out well. Yeah, so it's it's yeah. Um, it's like you just turn straw into gold. That's it. Yeah, which I mean, straw into gold. Yeah, no, no, no that's ve- that'd be very useful. So um, he takes her into that room, and um, Rumpelstiltskin shows up, and he's like, "Well, the imp. We don't know his name yet." He um, tells her that, like, listen, I will do this for you. But I want your firstborn child. So she's like, what else am I going to do? It's either like this or death. Um, so he turns he turns it into gold. And um, the king keeps his promise and he does marry her. Um, but when their firstborn, um, you know, is born, <laughs> the imp comes back and he's like, now give me what you promise. So she offers him everything else she has. And he's like, mm, I want the baby. What he's gonna do with the baby? I don't know. Same thing as Mother Gothel. Just keep it for himself. Well, I I feel like so. I don't know the mother da- daughter son connection, but you did what you had to do. Yeah, and that kid wouldn't be in the world today. It's true. If you didn't give it up. Well, so the daughter 
she's she's like i can't do this like or the mom i guess at this point she's like i can't do this is there yeah. any other thing that we can do so he finally decides you try, you try that you try that first yeah no no, no i'm not saying she's <laughs> wrong here you go i'm not saying she's wrong yeah like yeah rapunzel's parents like they were like yeah here you go <laughs> yeah i'm not i'm not saying you you don't try everything else first but i'm just saying like he he's right and if if he shows out his magical powers and yeah. he's more powerful than you then yeah you should probably uh so he so he goes listen if you can guess my name within three days, you can have your baby back. Baby back, baby back. Ribs. <laughs> um, so her guesses keep failing. Like, so the first two days, she can't guess it. Because who the fuck is going to guess this name? Yeah. She's probably like, Chad. And he's like, nah. Aaron? Nah. Bro? <laughs> so Raymond? on the final night, she goes into the woods and um, she's searching for him, but she um, comes across him like while he's like talking into the fire and he's singing tonight, tonight, my plans I make tomorrow, tomorrow, the baby I take. The queen will never win my game for Rumpelstiltskin is my name. Cocky son of a bitch. Yeah, well, it doesn't work out for him. Yeah, um, so he comes back on the third day and after feigning ignorance, she reveals his name and he loses his temper and their bargain. Um, so they do, there is versions where, you know, the devil had something to do with it and Rumpelstiltskin in the Grim Fairy Tales, which is what we're talking about, um, ran away angrily and never came back, but it was revised to a more gruesome ending where he drove his, his right foot so far into the ground that it sank up to his waist. Then in a passion, he seized the left foot with both hands and tore himself in two. So he was just so angry about it. That he killed himself? Yeah. That he ripped himself in half? Mm-hmm. God, I'm not fucking with him. <laughs> He's like, fuck this! <laughs> fuck this all. <coughs> hey, your lunch is over. <laughs> My alarm went off this morning for uh, work, and I was like, ha <laughs> We're off all week! Yeah, buddy! So that is Rumpelstiltskin, and I have one more. Okay. I would like to do, like, a lot more, but you guys can read them. Time permitting, yes. Time permitting. They took a lot longer than I thought. So last one, Hansel and Gretel. Okay. Which is a grim one. And you know I love the name Hans. Hans and Hansel and Gretel. I, I wanted to do this one because it's actually a, even more fucked up than I thought it was. Yeah, it is. So two children, Hansel and Gretel. Yes. I'm Hans not, is the boy, obviously. I'm not German, so like, sorry if I mispronounce it. I I took Spanish. <laughs> Actually, German names are they're not so, too bad. They're not too bad. Um, so they're This is like during a great famine. Yeah, it's like a really bad time in Germany, and apparently, like these kids were eating a lot. So their mother or stepmother, as it was like revised to, I so their stepmother. Yeah. Their stepmother was like, we're going to take them and leave them in the woods. If it's a stepmother, she's always wicked. Yeah. Like, that's, I mean, what the, that's what they say. Apparently, stepmothers are just the worst. Yeah. Just kidding. I know a lot of people who are. Yeah, I know stepparents that are lovely. Um, so Hansel and Gretel hear this plan and they're like, mm, we're not going to get lost in the woods. So Hansel goes outside and grabs some white pebbles. Mm. And as the family walks in the children into the woods, they didn't go very far. And Hansel was laying pebbles behind him so they can follow back home. In the Mars version, they're Skittles. 
<laughs> Sponsored like, by Mars. I would like Skittles. Sponsored by Mars. Um, but they're not very far in the woods. And at like nighttime, they come back. So stepmother is obviously pissed. And this time, they go even further into the woods. And they lock the door so they can't get any pebbles to find their way back. So instead, Hansel's like, I think this bread will work instead. That rhymed. <laughs> that did rhyme. And he used breadcrumbs. But breadcrumbs, I mean, they're delicious. Birdie bread. Birdie bread. So they can't find their way back home. But yeah. instead, they follow a large white bird to a gingerbread house. Mm-hmm. And this gingerbread house is cakes and candy. The windows are made of sugar glass. It's just beautiful. And they start to eat the house. Yeah, why wouldn't you? You're starving. You're in the middle of the woods. And it's candy. I would do the same fucking thing. But it's laced with LSD. (laughs) And that's where the story ends. Um, So then a woman comes outside and she lures the children inside with the promises of food and shelter. Stranger danger, kids. Uh, I don't know about you. I'm feeling 22. But... If you have a house made of candy, I think you're a pretty nice person. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, we know that's not true. Well, (laughs) Michael Jackson was pretty evil, and he he didn't have a house made of candy. Well, he did promise candy. Yeah, he did. But anyways, so they go inside, and then. Ha ha! She's actually a witch and she is a cannibal. Oh no! Oh no! Drats, I was fooled. Um, so she forces Hansel into a cage and makes Greta a slave. Um, so she keeps feeding Hansel to fatten him up. But why are gender rules in this? I don't know. Because it's I... the eighteen hundreds. Oh man. <laughs> but so he's in this, you know, cage and she is blind. They like leave that till the middle of the story. Yeah. Maybe not. I don't know. Oh, and doesn't she have super smelling and, like, super hearing? I don't know. I think she does. Probably. Because That would to, make sense. They have to trick her some. Well, so he took a leftover bone, probably from the last person she ate, and he, like, keeps, like, he puts it, like, in between his fat rolls, so it feels like he's not as fat. Yeah. And then she's like, oh, I gotta keep thickening him up. But eventually she's like, oh, I'm so hungry. So she decides to just eat him anyways. So while she's making the fire all nice and warm... She leans over it and Gretel's like, fuck you, kicks her, kicks her in, shuts the door and cremates her. I like that because that's, you know, female power. Yeah. Um, And then so at the same time, like, I guess she stole all the treasures of other people that she's murdered and eaten. So they steal the gems. Gems. Yeah, gems, treasures. And they get back to their to find their father and their stepmother had died. So also a win-win and, <laughs> um, and their dad like was really upset about them being lost and then probably, probably his wife too. And they share the wealth with their dad and everything is a happy ever ever. So do they at least take the village back to the candy house and like be like, yo village famine solved. That'd be nice. Maybe. I mean, or maybe they keep it as their secret and they go back and eat gumdrops whenever the fuck they want. Yeah, but it gets stale, but you know. <laughs> Because the witch's power keeps the, true. keeps the house fresh. Well, what if they went back and it so was fresh just and so like... So clean, clean. What if it was just like all moldy? Yeah. So that is... All. That's, that's a little interesting because, you know, I, I know she fattened up the boy to eat him. And I always think of uh, Willy Wonka and the Chocolate yeah. Factory because, you know, obviously Augustus Gloop, who you think of. Augustus Gloop. Stuck in, a, stuck in a cage. Yeah. You know. And, but yeah, so... Um, 
a lot of these endings weren't weren't too bad. Yeah, I mean, they were gruesome. Some were gruesome, but they're meant to be gruesome. Yeah, I mean, not to tell your kids before bed. Well, but... no, but those Germans, like all the cautionary fairy tales from like Germany, yeah, they're they're kind of fucked up. They're like, you better be a good kid, or else this shit's gonna happen to you. Yeah, well, the Hansel and Gretel, yeah, yeah, like... or like, I mean, Krampus. When we yeah. get to that at some point, yeah, that's, that's um. But yeah, so so those are some of them. Like, there's hundreds of them. Yeah. So you know, go read go read those stories. Yeah, they're good. I'm sorry, this kind of feels a little bit like a filler episode, but it is a filler episode because um, it is a filler. <laughs> we have been busy the last couple of days, and yeah. we wanted to give you some content so you can hear our lovely voices. Yeah, and, and I mean, at it's least like experience us. And well, we we're experience gonna do, you. We're gonna do a um a Jason, quick Jason's corner. Jason's corner. We're gonna experience that, and we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna sit down and reflect, and we're gonna talk to you and get in touch with our feelings while we feel out Jason's corner. It's Jason's corner. corner. Oh, and we realized that was the DJ, the DJ air horn. <laughs> That's what I meant last week. Yeah, you know yeah, you couldn't do it because I, I have never been to a frat party. So <laughs> yeah. So uh, and uh, so I guess uh, I uh, what I have ready for you for Jason's corner is Melissa. Which one of the Disney movies is your favorite? Oh dear. Yeah. I know, I'm putting you on the spot. Oh, so, the, the Disney version and why. Yeah. And then how it contrasts to what you think the actual version of the story is, if we haven't gone over it. Okay. So can, I like, do, can I do Yeah, you can two? Do, you can do two. You can split okay. split your decision. But I wouldn't do more than two because yeah, three-way three way tie is... Yeah. So, my ultimate favorite is Hercules. Yeah. Ultimate. But that, that goes way off script. You know that. That is right. extremely way off script. Yeah, yeah. Which, I mean, Hercules, Heracles, um, yeah. you know, he did do the feats and everything. He was strong. He was a demigod. He, Hera was not his father or her, his mother. So that was wrong. Um, Pegasus was not his. Um, there, there, Just so many things are wrong with that story. Meg actually goes crazy, kills their children, then he kills Meg. It's a really bleak story. But Hercules itself has slap and hits. And it's oh, like I slapping. Thought, I thought you said slapping tits. And I was like, <laughs> it's like Hercules has slapping tits. And I was like. I have seen that movie probably 400 times. Yeah, you said you used to watch it like every every day at college. Or well, so when I couldn't sleep. College, yeah. yeah, when I couldn't sleep, I would turn on Hercules. Yeah. Um, and like, I mean, obviously it came out in 97. So, I mean, my sister's. My little sister, you know, watched a lot of it. And my cousin Nick was obsessed with Hercules. Mm -hmm. um, and he was born in 97. And um, so I was just very obsessed with Hercules. And I still I still know every single word to it. I could play any character in that movie. Okay. Um, and then The Little Mermaid. Yeah. Obviously, I like the Disney version better than that version that we yeah. just talked about. I. Sorry to interrupt, but I, I don't like Eric because he's a bitch. Oh, I like Eric. He kills the he kills Ursula. Yeah, but he's still a bitch. So here's the problem he's I have. A Colgate using motherfucker. <laughs> here's the problem I have with the Little Mermaid. 
she's 16. Yeah. And the older I get, the younger 16 is. The more you agree with her dad. And you know what? It is King Triton's ocean. Yeah. And he really was looking out for her dumbass. He doesn't, he's not overbearing. No. He's like, you can swim anywhere the fuck you want. You You get the whole ocean. Yeah. Don't go to, and so it turns out, I think, I think in one of the other Little Mermaids, like that her mother was murdered by people. Yeah. That's... So it makes sense why King Triton's like, listen, you have the whole fucking ocean. Just don't fuck with people. And she's like, but I love him, daddy. Well, was she, was she harpooned by people on boats? Or was that inferred by people on boats? Yeah. Or was I, that, I, Cause I don't think she went on land. Like her mother. Yeah. No, I land. think that they like caught her yeah, in like a fishing net or something. Um, but it was very, I, I think, I don't know what movie it was, if it was, you know, just implied or a backstory or whatever. But yeah, um, but yeah so if she was, I, I get the story and I like that, you know, it has the singing and like all of her sea creature friends and Ursula is a good villain. Mm-hmm. Um, and I like that she becomes Vanessa and, you know, confu- and like steals Eric away by using, you know, the things that Ariel can't use. Yeah. Um, and Eric's a dumbass. But, um, <laughs> well, that's why I don't like him. Um, but they do end up happily ever after. And I like at the end, whenever King Triton and her sisters, you know, come up and like say goodbye to her. Yeah. And it like kind of bridges the gap. Yeah. And in the second one, their daughter like wants to go to sea. It's like the opposite. Like she wants to be in the sea. Okay. Um, but yeah, so those are my favorite. What about you? Um, so it's hard for me to pick, um, because, uh, Disney movies, you know, vary so much, but like if we're going with grim adventures or stuff like that, or, or are we just going Disney movies? Mm, I was just going Disney movies. Okay. So I like the great mouse detective. I love the great mouse detective. So yeah, I, I don't know. I just do. Which is based off of Arthur Conan Doyle. Okay. Of Sherlock Holmes. Yeah. I, yeah, I, yeah. So, oh, oh Radigan. That's not really, you know, it's very loosely based. It's probably but less it's, loosely it, based than the, other things. Yeah, maybe less than the. Yeah. Than the. Because uh, it has Robert like, Downey Jr. version. Yeah, because I, I mean, I it has know. like Basil and. Yeah, and it still has a fat sidekick, um, mouse, and an evil cat, and. Uh, then my second favorite is probably uh, uh, I always like the aristocrats cats oh, yeah cats I say crats because you know that that's the play on words that they do I don't know I just like the dancing cats and the numbers that they do I don't know why I like it I can't one. I can't really remember the storyline but I remember watching it four hundred times and you know my childhood's kind of repressed. <laughs> but I remember watching it 400 times. But uh, yeah, so that's that. Um, so my other question is, what storyline do you think you would put in a novel or a book that you would teach to kids? What moral would you want to teach to kids if you could write a book or a movie? Um, Like one of these stories. Like the, the Hansel and Gretel is don't trust strangers. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's fair. I think, 
Um, and you can you can say don't trust strangers too. Yeah, I, I mean, was that's just important. I think I kind of like the idea of like Cinderella, where like she was a good person, and she even though her life was shitty, like she um still maintained her goodness. I mean, until the end when she gets her sister's eyeballs eaten out. Um, and like good things happened to her because she was a good person. Yeah. Like she got, like it was just desserts. That's well, that's what I was going to say is be good to others. Like the Bill and Ted's awesome adventure. Yeah. It's like, be excellent. Dude, be excellent to each other. <laughs> yeah, dude. And yeah, like, it's, it's just like, you know, treat others how you want to be treated. Uh, and, and like the, so Melissa, Melissa didn't know this, but I had a home economics class <laughs> and we had home economics one and home economics two and home economics one was cooking and home economics two was like miscellaneous. Um, housekeeping, housemaking, homemaking, homemaking. Yeah. Okay. Um, so there was, there was a, there was a course on cold pricklies and warm fuzzies. <laughs> and uh, you, you don't want to give people cold pricklies because cold pricklies make them feel cold inside and like give them pricklies in their, in their feelings and make them feel bad inside. But, but when you give them compliments and hugs and stuff like that, it makes them warm, warm and fuzzy and nice. And yeah, we were in like middle school. I've never but, heard of such things. Yeah, so like if you look it up, you can see a diagram of like warm fuzzies and cold pricklies, and this stuff is weird. And it's weird to be learning about it in middle school because this is like child level stuff yeah. that you should be teaching, you know, third graders because yeah. like uh, not, not not middle school schoolers. Um, you should definitely have a home economics class like that. That course. Like feelings, courses. a feelings course that is dedicated. I guess to third in that graders. regard, a, a really good movie was Inside Out. Yeah, because um, so the age group that would be really important for that one would be like around puberty, fourth to fifth grade. Um, like at the beginning of puberty, because fifth to sixth grade. yeah, because like you start realizing that like not every emotion has is turned on for everybody yet. Yeah, and also like you know how she had to mix sadness with joy. Yeah. Like when she was thinking about her friends from her old school, like she still had, you know, joy about those things, but she was sad because like she missed those people. Yeah. And those are complex emotions that like you, sometimes you have to push yeah. through. Soy is an emotion. <laughs> you know, it's, it's not, it's not always, it's not always clear cut. Yeah. And I mean, I think that there's a lot of times that I'm sad and angry at the same time. Yeah. So like if you think about Add like me. <laughs> if you think about like losing a loved one, yeah. you're sad, you're angry, but you can also feel joy at a funeral because you're thinking about they're they're resting easier, they're right. they're So there's a lot of things that I don't think people, you know, realize they're very complex emotions. And Inside Out did a really good job with that. Yeah, and it was it was well done, put together, like well thought out and mm -hmm. developed and you know yeah, yeah, I think it's a. I, if I had like a health class, I would recommend. Yeah, if I had like a health class for like fourth or fifth graders, I think it's educational. Yeah, even as even, even as adults. Yeah, even adults could learn something from yeah. it. Yeah, I learned something from it, and I'm thirty. Yeah, 
I mean, we watched it when we were younger. Oh, yeah, we did watch like it Like 27. You always watch stuff when you're younger. Did you know that, Melissa? You never watch stuff when you're older. Oh. You always watch stuff when you're younger. Oh, I guess. Because it's always in the past. <laughs> um, But I guess that'll wrap things up. Yeah, I just thought I'd have a it few a quick one. questions. Yeah. yeah, a little bit of, uh, you know. What, uh, what if you stuck with us for this episode, I know there was not really any murder, mayhem, mystery, but... Well, not yet. I'll go grab a knife. <laughs> happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. Um, I hope everybody happy has a great ha- happy Halloween. I have happy my Halloween. leg heels. I don't know if I mentioned. Um, oh, yeah. I hurt my leg very bad yesterday. Oh yeah, very bad. And um, it's it's a tr- it's a trip getting around right now. <laughs> Sophie got loose for the first time ever. Yep. And ran away extremely fast. Wiener dogs are extremely fast, if you don't know. I sprinted quickly after her, and then that wasn't what did it. Wiener dogs are about three times faster than I guess my muscle Melissa's. wasn't used to it. and um, Not faster than humans, because that would be like 60 miles an hour. Well, let me tell you, she was pretty fucking fast. And, um, no, they can, they can do 40. And I was sprinting after her. I got all the way back up, and then my parents' 30, steps, 30. I stepped wrongly and i felt something pull um so i'm in i'm in a good amount of pain (laughs) but we're trying to do the pittsburgh autumn thing and you know halloween is on saturday and um we hope everybody has a great rest of the month yep i hope you uh enjoy your time i hope you get to take some time off in the next coming few months and enjoy the holidays and until then Stay pretty crazy. <laughs> stay stay pretty crazy. Stay crazy. Bye. Bye.